Hey, Josh, can you just plug in those cords? Wait, this one's here? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that one. And can you... Can Wait, you just... aren't I meant to be the guest today? Hang on, you're the guest? Yeah. Oh, who's doing sound? I don't know. Welcome, everybody, to The Chat Show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and joining me today is... Well, he's a man who used to be, he was a boy when I met him. He used to be doing sound for this podcast, but he's moved on to bigger and better things. Josh Cohen, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm well. I'm, it's not you. I'm used to you like checking the levels and all this. This it's, is what. It still sounds great. Oh, that's, well, I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I'm going to have to give you a tip here. You've got to hold the mic closer. A little bit closer? <laughs> yeah, I've got the cheap mics, buddy. I'm not, I'm not usually on the mic. That's true. You're yeah. normally twiddling the dials and doing that. Playing some weird, wacky sound effect in the background. That's true. Or, or just. <laughs> you know, doing, you know, having a sneaking out for a smoke once the, the whole show's going on. <laughs> That's it. So we should, we should do a bit of history here. Now, we've known you, was it, si- were you 16 when I first met you? Well, would have been back in 2009. So I am 27 in oh, about a week or so. This is like maths here. Yeah. So Hang on, is your birthday a week away? Yeah, 8th of the 8th. Didn't we go out for dinner like, like that? see this year, this COVID's taken a year from me because I was like, no, nah, we went to that awesome restaurant the other last year for your birthday yeah, had a really good time. Yeah, down. Is that gone? It's gone, yeah. Oh. It was beautiful. That's why we try to keep it afloat. You know, we try to take out the whole table and book it out and get all the food and it was delicious. It was really good. Yeah, yeah Josh, we'll get to we'll get to his food recommendations. That's a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've known you 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Yeah. So so we first met back Sydney this month. You you just remember this, but some of our listeners out there won't. Sydney used to have some really cool events on. Yeah. Um, we used to actually do stuff other than play the pokies. Um, we used to have World's Funniest Island. It was well, you, I I was on. What was World's Funniest Island? I'll get well, let you sell it. Well, uh, World's Funniest Island to me was pitched as like when I first saw it. It was kind of like the big day out of comedy, like the sound wave. And there was like lots of many, many little stages around this this island called yeah, Cockatoo Island. Island. Yeah, and we take a ferry to the island, and you can, at various different times throughout the day, you can see Lennon Woodley, Mark Williamson, yeah. all these great and amazing comedians doing ma- many various different types of comedy, even from old to new. You know, yeah, the goodies were there. Um, yeah. Axis of Awesome Alexis there. Sale Yeah Axis of Awesome Arj Barker was there Arj Barker was there um, Akmal was there Akmal yeah And it was an amazing festival But then it just The government pulled support And it died Yeah But you, we met you You just came as a punter then Didn't you Yeah you, I was just a punter that time Yeah because I have a photo And I'll put it up somewhere If you On our stage Because we had a we're in the general store. I ran a stage and put on my shows. And yeah, you were there. And I think that's still one of my favorite like little rooms that we've ever been great. in together. Because you had the, the bottom floor, but then there's also like these rafters that you could kind of climb up yeah. and have like a little seat on the rafters like you're in a like barn or something. Well, we got, I mean, uh, this is this is me. I don't blow my horn often, but I will for this one. Because we had, the, so the room we had, it was called the general store and it used to be an old general store. We were told the capacity was 150. <laughs> now, one show, the security actually grabbed me and said, stop it, stop it. I go, why? He goes, you've got 250 people in here. We'd packed it in. See, what had happened, we had a really good show. It was myself, Peter Green, Zach Adams from WA, John Robertson. Yeah. Was John there? Actually, John, I should. John was I just, there. I realize I've got the, behind here, I do have the aligner. But we had all these amazing, and we were doing like 20 minutes. Mickey D was on our stage. Dolores was there. Dolores was there. Um, yeah, there was heaps of amazing acts. Toby Coleman, Keisty. Keisty, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were running all these shows. 
And we were opposite the big room. Now, Alexi Sale was playing the big room. And Alexi That's Sale right, is yeah. amazing comedian. They booked Alexi Sale. Everyone was really excited to see Alexi well, Sale. It was a two-day event and Alexi yeah. was there. And I think the, go- the, the goodies, goodies were there. there. The goodies, and they were amazing. Yeah. But what Alexi had failed to tell the promoters was at a comedy festival, he was there to launch his very sad autobiography. So everyone's powering. Oh, Alexi's going to make us laugh, and he is a pioneer. He's an ama- his work of our work, breadth of work is amazing. But Alexi was giving these morose lectures, so people were like, "Yeah, oh, I kind of came for a laugh," and we're coming to hang on that room over there is pumping. So they're going straight into our room, and we were we were killing it. It was a great show. Oh, it was a great show. It was great. Yeah. It was a great weekend, and yeah, it was. Because yeah. there's nothing but comedy on that island to yeah. do. Like, if there was something that you didn't like, you could just walk out and walk into like there was at least. Three shows going on at, the, at every 15 minutes? Oh, it, well, like, to put it in perspective, we were, our room next door is was the student stage, and you had some, like, Celia Piccola was playing next door, just as a five-minute spot. Yeah. This is when, like, she was always been brilliant. She's an amazing, if you haven't checked her out, check out Celia Piccola, one of the best comedians I've seen. And so she was next door, and we were compete. we had a rivalry, because we had um, Drew Bowie, who's been on the podcast, out the front with a megaphone to get people in, yeah. the students would come, and it was just, yeah, that's two, st- there was like 20 different stages on that island, and it was amazing. It was beautiful, it was great, it was done very well, and I reckon, if, if they didn't pull the funding, it would have been such a great uh, idea to continue going, because I knew they were like planning to do more and more. With, with the idea. It's funny. The second year, because the, the show, the, it was supposed to hold the sec, the year after. Yeah. And it got cancelled like a month out. And it's funny because when the show was cancelled, I you put in a lot of money. I would have lost a bit of money. Yeah. But because everyone wanted to see comedy and you had all these amazing acts in yeah. town, we managed to put together a little relief show. A little relief tribute show. Yeah. And I I, my TV was bought from the proceeds of that show. Like, actually made. But, you know, I'd love that festival to come back. I think the second year, they probably didn't get the big enough headline. It's, it's funny now. Well, the, the big headliner that they wanted to have, and was, that was the advertisement, was uh, there was going to be a, a double MC. Do you remember who that was? No. Was I remember. Kath and Kim. Oh, were they meant? They were meant to be the MCs of the whole world's funniest island. I forgot. See, I forgot about that. I knew. So I was involved. I knew that there was an offer on the table for Dave Chappelle. Oh, right. Yeah. But Dave Chappelle, and this, anyone, this isn't just exclusive here. It's, I heard actually on a podcast, he's got a deal in his contract that up until 24 hours, he can cancel the gig. Yeah. So the promoter's like, we can't sign. You cannot base a whole, because if you do, at the time, it was the peak of the Chappelle show. He would have been, actually, I think it was just, it would have been, you would have sold out da- the world's funniest island with Dave Chappelle. Oh, easily. But could you imagine? Because he's flying out from the twenty-four hours. Yeah, I'm not coming. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that. So, yeah, it's just sad. And then, yeah, the government here decided, you know, we could support an arts festival or we could build a new casino. And you know, yeah, money builds out anything else. Well, that that started, and then all the other sponsors slowly started pulling out as it well. It just, yeah, it was a real. Once the government pulled funding, and I don't think tickets probably got to where they needed to be. Yeah. And yeah, but it's sad now. Like you look at that festival. That was what, yeah, eleven years ago. Yeah, you look at the comedy. Like you could just look at the acts. I mean, even Australian. Like because sadly we're not going to have any overseas tour for the next year. Yeah, you could probably have. There's enough big enough names in Australian comedy to do this festival now and sell it out. Oh, if, totally. if you're allowed. 
but yeah, it's yeah. But then from there, you came on board. We, you became my sound guy, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just started seeing too many shows, and then he was like, "What are you doing here? Why <laughs> you keep coming back? You've heard all my jokes." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then yeah, we had the same six acts there, and I'm like, "Get behind the desk," and a few others trained you up. And yeah, you've gone on to be sound to the star. Now, now the evolution of Josh Cohen has begun. You've gone from being behind the scenes to now you're coming to the ca- oh. You're coming in front of the camera now. Yeah, with a little bit. Yeah. The, the exclu- we're here today to plug the exclusive launch of Where You Going, Josh Cohen. That's right. That's correct. So it is is it a life. It's a, a food blog, a lifestyle. It's, it's all of the above. It's everything that you need, that when you, especially when you want to go out and get some food. Yeah. You want to know everything about the place. It's like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm in this area. Let's have a look what, where Josh has been. See if he likes any of the stuff. We'll also be doing a podcast eventually. A podcast? We'll get there. And so at the moment, you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's correct. The website is launching soon. It is correct. Now, I'll, I'll say you should follow Josh. He's very, I, like, we when recently we had the, the flavoured milks were launched, the yep. new, you know, Josh was the first to break the news of that to me. And yeah, so we're like, yeah, actually, I can't believe it was a year ago, your birthday, that restaurant, and yeah. now it's gone. It's gone already. Wow. So where are you going this year for the birthday? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of like if maybe we should do some sort of like cooking at home kind of thing. And then oh. I was thinking about maybe having like a little like Netflix Zoom party. Maybe Zoom, yeah, nice. kind of because the, the COVID's going up and down these days, you know, how many people you can go see and not see. Or, it's true. Well, it's a bit, it'd be a bit cruel if you um, launched Where You Going, Josh Cohen. Sadly, Victoria, you're going home. Yeah. But, you know, you can live vicariously through Josh. Well, that's the way I've kind of, for people that aren't always next to me or in the same city or town as I am, I try to get some of the like product reviews as well going through so that they can also try and see like oh, i've tried these kind of snacks or i tried these kind of drinks you can go and see if you like them as much as i do now you're a big fan of and i i used to live near there i am too the redfern convenience store yes i'm a good fan good fan of the hazem who's the owner over there yeah follow Shout if you're on instagram it. follow um redfern convenience store and where you go and josh cohen hazem's a very good friend of the um the brand and the brand is strong over there at Redford Convenience Store. He's always telling me what's what's new and he's getting me the latest uh, chips, cereals, drinks, all, all of the above. He has every, he has such, a, that's the one thing that, I remember when, uh, this is where I feel old now because I'm 40, you know, yeah. I've got 13 years on you. When I was going out, convenience stores didn't have much. No. Nowadays, they've got every candy, sweet lolly under the sun. Well, he's made sure that he's got Yeah, he's got everything. This guy, if you're in, it's worth it. If you're in Sydney and you want to go, go to Redfern and check out the Redfern convenience store. But there'll be things that won't, won't delight you, but also confuse you. I remember going there one night and he had crickets. Yeah, there's, like, cr- yeah. there's crickets. Are they still there? They're still there. The, the crickets yeah. and chocolate, they're still there. Yeah, well, these ones, friend of the show, Peter Green, he bought some salt. No, cheese. Oh, what is, it was salt and vinegar crickets or yeah, right. cheese and onion. It was one of those flavors because I'm like, the crickets enough. But yeah, but he's got everything from. And I mean, when I say crickets, legally processed. It's not like they're yeah. running freely yeah. over the store. It's all health and hygiene wise. It's the the things that kind of get me that I'm more curious about is like the normal kind of snacks that we've kind of grown up with, like the chocolate milk, the uh, the Reese's Pieces, and all that kind of things. But then they've remade it so that it's a completely different item now. Mm. So like now the Reese's Pieces isn't just a chocolate bar or a peanut butter cup. It's now the Big Puff cereal. It's now a, a peanut butter spread that you can put onto your toast. How so you say, you say you say grow up with, and this is this must be the age gap here. <laughs> Reese's Pieces were not commonly available as a kid. Like when I was a kid, when I was a boy, <laughs> but it was like Cadbury. Like you had you did not have. 
Junior Mints I'd heard of because of Seinfeld. Yeah. I didn't taste them until I was like 20-something. Well, that's why I was so infatuated with TV and I was like, well, wh- what are they eating? I, w- I want to try what they're eating and know what the vibe they're going on. What's the? I never knew what a Milk Dud was when I was growing up and I used to see them in movies all the time. Yeah. Those were the, the big ones. You already see, like, oh, if you're watching a movie and they're in the movie going to the movies and they're getting to the concession stand, they're picking up some popcorn and some milk duds and sometimes putting those milk duds on the popcorn. See, I I vaguely, I think I've had a milk. Is a milk dud kind of like a Malteser, isn't it? It's kind of like a Malteser, but instead of the Malteser inside, it's like a chewy toffee caramel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there's so many. That's the thing. I... We really are in the golden age of snacking. It is. And we probably need where you go and Josh Cohen just to tell us. Well, that's the thing. There's so many like snacks out there that's been interlocked and interchanged and mashed up together. Like recently, the there are good things there and there are bad things. Oh, right. well, it's for <laughs> and, me. like I, you know, And I mean, someone needs to be that line in the middle to say, all right, maybe we shouldn't have done that. You know, that was a bit too far. Well, there's I, nothing worse than... Try- Actually, I tried something and I'll see if you've tried this. There's nothing worse than... Because these stuff... They're not cheap, some of these snacks. Oh, no. So when you go in like somewhere awesome like the Redfern Convenience Store and you've got like hundreds of to choose from and you go, I'm going to go this one and you buy it and you're so excited and then you buy it and you're like... And uh, it's a bite of disappointment. See, the one I... Ha- have you had... And I don't know why I bought them, but I was at Costco. I saw them. I'm like, these would be good. Yeah. Mountain Dew flavored that's exactly corn where I was, chips. That's exactly where I was going to go and say, there are places that you should go and there are places that you shouldn't go. And I think... They're actually the word Mountain Dew Energize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember... So like that just is a little bit more into the, the Doritos flavor of the chip, which means that they've put guarana and taurine flavored Mountain Dew into a chip. Well, I was at a party and I bought them. I remember the first... I tried... Because with a corn chip, I put it in the mouth and within a second, I went, nope, that's it. <laughs> One, that's done. Yeah. But because I've had... Did you have the Lamington chips? I did have the Lamington chips. They weren't bad. They weren't too bad. They were sort of, I'm like, I got through half a packet. This this is what kind of uh, blew my mind in the, in the Lamington chips was that we don't always have to be cooking with the oils that we, we are naturally cooking with. And that's what I kind of opened my mind with, the, that they've been using like a coconut oil to cook the chip and it's actually just a chocolate chip. Oh. And that's what makes it the Lamington flavor. That explains it. Because like, if you would have had years ago, the deep, have you had a deep fried golden gay time? I have had a deep fried. Yeah, because they cook that in peanut oil, which yeah. yeah so ah, and so that's where you can kind of like open your mind, and and I can see like now the the the, the new brand of stoners <laughs> that are influencing the world that using coconut oil to infuse a lot of their terpenes and terrines ah. with um their cooking in in medicating and cooking. Wow, there you go. Not not just where you go and just can't science behind that. Yeah. too. it's funny you say that, like, because yeah, it is stoner culture. Some of the foods we're well, it seeing does, now. It, it, it's a Venn diagram almost. See, I got. I remember years ago I, when I first moved up to Sydney, a mate came over, and I love Beavis and Butthead. They're one of my favorite shows, and I have. Back in the day, I had all their VHSs, yeah. and my mate comes over and he goes, "Oh, you're into Beavis and Butthead. Let's smoke." And I go, "What?" Yeah. He goes, it's a stoner dude. I go, no man, it's funny. He goes, you got to be high to watch that. He didn't believe that yeah. I wasn't a stoner. I'm not. It's but like, I, I was talking to someone the other day and they didn't even realize, they, it blew my mind how much they didn't realize that um, HR Puff and stuff. Remember that show? Do I remember <laughs> that? The DVD is up there. <laughs> they didn't realize Sid and Marty Crawford on acid the whole way through writing that. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, should we just watch the trailer? Do you want to tell me that that guy wasn't on acid? Well, the whole, the whole name, Puffin Stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... But I see, I grew up on that. Like, that was a, a show I watched as a kid. And yeah. Oh, man, like, 
I I used to like hear about those kind of shows and fight to go find them and see where I could like watch them on YouTube or find a stream to go find and watch. And I managed to. I remember I had the little uh, collection of HR Puff and stuff, and used to know the whole theme song when I was a kid. Did you ever see the Banana Splits? No. Oh, you got to watch that. The Banana Splits. <laughs> it's just 60s, I think. It's around <laughs> the similar concept to Puff and stuff, but yeah, it was. Tra la la, one banana. This is the theme song. Two banana throw. I'll put the theme song up. It is one of the funniest shows because it had the intro. It's the banana splits show. <laughs> but it's yeah, another one that was just on acid when they wrote this crap. Well, I just um recently saw um the new Scooby Doo movie. Ruby Roo. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen any of the? Um, I watched. There was one on TV recently. It's called Scoob. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a cartoon. It's isn't a cartoon. It? Yeah, right. But it's kind of also brought, like in- incorporated a lot of uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons within the storyline of Scooby Doo. Oh. So you got um, Mutley and uh, from uh, what's it called the the races, wacky races, wacky races and uh, the Dick Dastardly. Yep. So and um, was a Manila Grillo? Manila. Um, see, this is a little before my or time. Ape grape. This is before my time. Um, the whole. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've just. <laughs> Put out my Scooby Doo. T- that used to be a key ring I had. Uh, but yeah, see so the wacky race is that's a little. That's more seventies. Yeah. So, but this is what I'm I'm trying to get. So at. But they brought them back. They brought them back, and like it, like all the like the, because of this whole COVID sort of thing, like Josh Gad's doing the reuniting apart, and all these like shows are coming back, and like from shows that you haven't seen for a while. Like mm-hmm. I used to watch a show called Psych, and Psych has just come out with its second movie now. Yeah. And it's leading towards that. Everything is coming towards that. All these like characters that we knew and love mm. are slowly like having a family, growing up, and it's like now, what do we teach those kids to what what their shows are going to be? Yeah, it's sort of the nostalgia thing because it's you've got um, I mean I know that do you, do you know there was a proposal? Did you ever see the TV show Bottom? I have, yeah, yeah. Sure. So Bottom and Mr Bean, yeah. obviously you've seen Mr Bean. There was a, it was on the BBC drawing boards. To bring those two shows back separately, yeah. but have both like Mr. Bean in a retirement home. Yeah. Have the guys from Bottom in a retirement home because yeah. it's that's the natural evolution. Sadly, Rick Mail died, so it's not going to happen. But well, well, like I've, they've got they've just released um, Peacock, the TV app in America. Yeah. Right? So they're doing a lot of all these like that's t- NBC. Yeah. So all these um, uh, old TV shows are like mm. doing a little bit of reprisals, like for the ads, right? And I recently just saw one with uh, Tony Schlob playing Monk and how he kind of incorporates in this world of COVID now that oh. he's got he's such a germaphobe, right? Oh, of course. And how he has to deal with using a Zoom call and whatnot. See, why hasn't that, like, instead of the celebrities getting together and doing a Zoom call and singing Imagine, yeah, there's something you could do now. Like, get all the famous TV actors or, like, characters and, like, Teach- Seinfeld. Like, you know, have what's Kramer up to? Actually, maybe not Kramer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm amazed that hasn't come about. Like, there's probably, heck, the way this lockout's going, it's probably going to go another year, so. Well, they're, they're, I can see they're bringing it back, but it's, 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 I love it. I'm, I'm more for it, but it's, it's almost like it's new, but it's different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're, they're, they're just going to be releasing uh, new Thundercats. Oh, Which wow. I'm all about. I'm, I'm I'm a lover of Thundercats. See, Thundercats, I was around. They were my... Because I was Masters of the Universe and Transformers. Thundercats are a distant... Th- oh, and Voltron. Yeah, right. They were my three. Well, that's the thing. You were either like Masters of the Universe or Thundercats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very... It's a fine road. You have to... Have choose. you watched 80s cartoons He-Man recently? Not recently. It is so camp. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's very like, camp. It's... 
I didn't pick this up as because I was a kid when I watched it, but it's like it's got the message at the end. Oh, it's got the whole. There used to be a, 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 a Instagram that I used to follow, and she doesn't do it very much anymore. But it used to brighten my day like almost every single day, and it was all. Uh, Skeletor means Skeletor is love Skeletor is love Yeah he's on Facebook Yeah 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 <laughs> That was very funny And they're all just uh, Happy uplifting messages From Skeletor every day There's a good one on Twitter um, Grumpy Skeletor Oh really? Where he just <laughs> tweets angry You know Called out He-Man Called him a twat and, <laughs> Yeah it's a British guy It's very funny Oh that's great But it's yeah But that's the thing The nostalgia I think you're right It's that sense of at the moment because I mean I don't know like I know you've, you've got the blog coming out where you go and Josh Cohen follow on all forms of social media yeah. but the like I don't know about you because like I've got the unoz and we usually at the moment we're probably we're usually planning a live show we're planning to but you can't do that at can't the moment like you like you're before you got into the you or you still are a tour manager like actually if you're an actor and you need a good man on the road get Josh he's yeah. really good but you but there's none of that now it's that sort of there's no... Yeah, the brakes have been really put down on that. Yeah, I mean, it's like... And you can't plan. Like, you can't... I Like, you know, fair enough if they said, okay, one year's time, it'll all be done. Everything will be back to normal. Yeah. You could sort of plan. You go, okay, I'm going to take where you're going, Josh Cohen. We're going to go to Cairns. We're going to go to, yeah. you know, we're going to go to Edinburgh. Yeah. But none of that's like Edinburgh's off this year, the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Mel yeah. Melbourne and Sydney comedy festivals didn't happen. And there's no guarantee it's happening next year. So yeah. it really is... I think we need nostalgia. I think we need... <laughs> it's the only thing that makes us feel safe right now. <laughs> I mean, even get, you're getting nostalgic for like last year. Back, remember, you know, like, yeah. I'm stunned that it was... I've said this about five times. I will, I'm still stunned. It felt like yesterday we went out... Because we went to that restaurant. Then we went to the Union Hotel in yep. Newtown. You tell me the Union's still open. I hope yeah, that's... still going. They're that's still good. Going. That's Seriously, if you're in... I know there's some Melbourne listeners, sorry, but if you're in Sydney, anywhere you're listening to this, if you can, go support your local takeaways, go support your local pubs. Yep. They need it. They really, really do. And even if you're ordering on Uber Eats or Menu Log or Delivery or whatever you're ordering on, just a little thanks in the uh, the, the comments. It means a lot to those yeah. guys. And I don't know, they need to know that they're doing it for the right reasons. Like, I know that there's a lot of guys that like take reservations for the people that can sit in and people that don't actually rock up. It, it affects the whole... Yeah. restaurant and the business so yeah, that's messed up it's, it's just nice to know that like that the people that do love their restaurant and the food that, that they're, they're, they're appreciated yeah that's well said well said and yeah because we've got to keep it because yeah. we need places for you to go exactly on your, on your, now getting back well i mentioned that i didn't like the um the seven up corn chips what's the one product you've had that sort of didn't live up is that the worst you've had or that has been uh, a pretty interesting taste now I, I do play some video games and uh I do have some like friends in um, Queensland, and I sent them uh, a pack of those uh, chips for his birthday, and he was not a fan either. <laughs> he, he sent me a little video, and he's like, "I had to get drunk, so very, very drunk to get through these packet of chips, but I managed to." Oh, wow! He got through. So I left. We we're at um, a friend at my cousin's, or my wife's cousin's place. Um, shout out, cousin Darren. He's a good man. He ended up eating them. He didn't yeah. mind them. He said, they're not bad, but no, I got one chip and I was like, that's done. Like, uh, I've seen some people review, like, shout out to Paulie, Paulie Vlogs. He's uh, he's done the review and he's 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 a fan of them. But, he's uh, a fan. I'm, I'm not too much of a fan. So I couldn't get through enough to it, see if the Garana had to take it. Because I do yeah. like an energy drink. I yeah. like um, to keep going. Yeah, I didn't, I just couldn't eat. There's no way I could eat enough to, so I'd like to know if they actually do work like an energy drink like yeah. whether it gives you that spur 
Because, I mean, it, in theory, it's a great... Because, you know, Friday night, sitting on the couch, watching TV, eating chips is great. Yeah. But you always end up falling asleep, no matter what you're watching. So a chip that would keep you awake so you yeah. could stay up. It's genius territory. It is genius territory. Um, but it just had like a, a, a taste that lingered. And it wasn't a good aftertaste that lingered. Yeah. Like it was like a peppery lime, but the lime was very artificial. Yeah. That's the thing I found. It was just felt like I am eating chemical chips. Really, really bad chemical chips. And yeah, it was not... Not something I enjoy. On the flip side, has there been something recently that's real? You were like, "This is amazing. I need to try this." Oh, definitely. There's a place I've visited in Dalitshul, and I'm sure you might have like heard of it, seen it. Might, she does a lot of um, like making tacos or like the the actual bread of the taco, like the corn. T- oh yeah, yeah. Um, her name's Rosa. I'm trying to find her name, but. I'll let you know it. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. So it's in Dulwich Hill. Or Dulwich Hill. Rosa Cofentes. Cofentes? What, do you know the restaurant? Or? That's what that's what that she's called. Oh, okay. I'll, well, Ro- Dulwich Hill's not a big place, so yeah. I could probably... R-O-S-A. That's why I search and I type in Dulwich Hill and you'll find I'm gonna it put, straight away. I'll shout out listeners if you're listening. It's all these places I will try and remember to put plugs in the... the I'll just follow where you go on Josh Cohen. That's yeah. well, I I'll, saw something the other day that might... You might... It's out at Peakhurst. Right. Um, someone's made a caramel... Um, chop top. All oh, right. So yeah, they've like the it's a cafe that's serving the caramel chop top, which I've got a block. Have you had caramel? I have had caramel. I yeah. like that. That's that's too good. The good thing about that is, like I I'm a fiend for chocolate. Like I yeah. I can do I can eat a whole bar of chocolate easy. The thing with like I'm a sucker for something like a, a Turkish delight, but more so a Black Forest, the, and the dairy milk. I you know haven't had the black, those, the little cherry. Like cherry I've seen cherries. it. I haven't actually had it. I've like it becomes a mental game that you play with yourself because you got these little bit of biscuits. You got these jellies, and you're like, oh, I got one jelly in that one, but I got two jellies in the next block. For, I got to find more if jellies. You had, um, you know? Amazing creations, the pop rocks and jelly. I have. It's like that, but without the popping. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the popping gets a bit too much. You're watching a movie. Yeah. And you're with the missus or with the loved one, and you're like, just shut up. I want to hear the movie. I don't want to hear you popping. You know? <laughs> then you have a mouthful of Coke and it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> so you just claim, I should probably, I don't know if you know this. My mum worked at Cadbury's in Tassie for 20 years. Oh, dream job. And my <laughs> grandparents worked there for 50. <laughs> my dad, my granddad. So the cup was half full. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my pop had the best job total ever. Yeah. He was head of the nut room. <laughs> so the, where they roast the nuts. Yeah. He was boss. He was in charge of the nut room. So I was like, head of the nut room. So, but the ironic thing is I don't eat, I can't, I don't eat nuts. So I don't eat any nuts in chocolate, but... What about you? Are you a nut in chocolate fan? Um, I, I do love a fruit and nut. I don't like it when it's just completely nut. Yeah. Right? Um, the, and it has to have a, a bit of a balance with the flavors. Okay. What about um, choc mint? Are you a choc mint? Fl- I recently, le- and actually it was on this podcast, go back in the episodes, there's an episode with Tommy Dean on it. Tommy Dean does not like choc mint. I, I oh. do like a choc mint, but I don't like it when the mint overpowers the choc. Okay. Uh, Josh has just shown me the Instagram for Rosa Cienfuegos, the Mexican food in Australia, hot food every day, 463 Marrickville Road, Sydney. Check it out. There you go. That's where Josh Cohen's going. That, and she makes this salsa verde. Goddamn. 
Like, uh. I've never had a better salsa verde that is like, it's not weak. It's got a nice kick to it. If you can taste the, all the greens, all the peppers, all the all the spiciness that, uh. it, that is. And it goes perfect with the taco. I had the tacos there. There was a brisket. Oh, the, the chorizo. I think we're going there for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's very affordable. I'm not well. a chorizo fan. I don't know. I but The chorizo isn't like a ma- massive fat slice of chorizo that mm. you normally get. It's... She minced up. Okay. So it's all like a mince that she's been slowly cooking with all the fats and the oils. You put that with a little bit of uh, grilled pineapple on there. Oh, my God. It's one of the like most original kind of Mexican meals that I've ever had in, in Sydney. Oh, wow. That's a consider- I didn't realize this. And I used to work at Mad Max. Oh, you did? <laughs> you did. I forgot about that. Um, right across the road from a Guzman and Gomez. You know? Guzman and I'm, I see, even though you worked at Mad Max, I've always, Guzman's my favorite. Oh, man, I'd, I'd go there for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mad Max. Um, I was across the road from a Guzman and right next door to Max did Bonus. you know, see, I, when everything gets up and normal, I want to get you to, to America. You've got to get to L.A., down to try because the Mexican apparently the Mexican and maybe this lady knows the Mexican food we get in Australia compared to what you actually get in Mexico and yeah it's very different yeah because cheese is not that common an ingredient in Mexican food no it's not I didn't know my wife because we went over there my wife had a conference for work and so she was down in Anaheim and I was up in LA it was great weeks Um, and then but Jen went to my wife went to a Mexican restaurant and it was she goes it took me forever to order because it's pages and pages of food she's never seen or heard of. Yeah. And it was just so different to what It's a we very know. different experience of dining. Like, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. I've been watching one with um, he- Jesus Treo. Uh, oh, yeah? And he's taking all these other comics and he's taking Paulie Shorts to go get all these like different type of tacos. And how many different types of tacos there are in LA, just for example. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Where they, they wipe the, the grease at the bottom with all the meat and pick up all the meat. And so you've got the meat and the grease and then you put your salsas and your toppings on top. But See, most of the time, there's no cheese. Yeah. See, what this is starting to explain. Because you know the, the, the two fattest men in the world, one and two, because there's an official ratings of this. Yeah. They're both Mexican. Really? Yeah. Both Mexico because it's, yeah. I, maybe it's the, for the food's that good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just, I want more. I need more. So that's that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there we go. But so what about choc orange? Is that a flavor? Choc orange. Now, I do like a choc orange, but like... It's got to have balance. Like, with these, you, you've got to remember, we're doing chalk orange. You're not doing chalk mint. You know, you're not just doing mm. mint, right? So I think a nice, my, my favorite type of chalk orange, I'd say like a Jaffa cake. Yeah, I like, like a, a Jaffa but cake. But a proper UK version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. just be getting it from some, some guy on the street, you know. <laughs> So there's a challenge if you're somewhere if you're a baker listening to this come up with the perfect Jaffa cake and see if you can it's, it's got that it's, it's, it's the gel in it it's, it's the just gel, nice but the cookie isn't like a crispy cookie it's a soft sponge cookie yeah so yeah. you've got that little crisp on the outside but as soon as you bite into it it's all soft yeah it's that like that soft chew that you get from a Subway cookie when they're freshly come out of the oven that's that's not yeah. I I, had, I have never thought as much about Jaffa cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Jaffa cake, but you what's um what's well, that's what's, your, was what's your food no no? My food no no. I'm not I'm not a massive fan of celery. That's a, a little oh. inside little scoop for you there. Oh, there you go. You don't. What I've, about? I've tried it with peanut butter, sultanas, everything that you want. Like just a raw celery. That's the the whole. It's a very strong flavor for me. The crunch, like. I love crunchy items. Don't get me wrong. Celery. But I love a lot of weird flavors that is probably not necessarily like a common flavor to like as well. What example? Uh, One of my most common examples is pandan. 
pandan's one of my favorite flavors. Okay, I like. I don't mind pandan. Not it's many people do. Not many people are aware of what pandan. It's true. Is, I remember the first time I had it. It's like, why is the sponge cake green? Yeah, it's, it's, and that's what I kind of. It it scares people off a bit, but that's is. what I kind of like about it too. Oh, you know okay, I mean? it's kind of like it's tiger stripe. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's tiger stripe. It's to defer. There you go. The pandan. I just you've thrown me there. I was expecting you to. Say, oh yeah, coriander. Yeah, coriander, cilantro, however you want to call it. Do you know it's um, it's how your brain's wired? Whether you if you like coriander or don't. Some people, my brother-in-law, for instance, the coriander tastes like soap to them. Yeah, it's weird. Like, because I was like, I've had someone actually tell me that they actually taste like an ash to them. Yeah, because it's like a burnt ash. It's sort of like yeah. So you're either for like if you're for against coriander, it's not a taste thing. It's how you're. Yeah, I remember when we were working in Mad Max, like we make like a pico de gallo, and it was the one rule was just make sure you don't put coriander in it. Oh wow! Because they'd have like if you want coriander, it we'll have like a lot on the side, and we just put a little bit of coriander on top. Oh wow, that's that's considerate. That's considerate. Well, there you go. So you were saying I I cut you off. Mad Max was in Newtown. Like, you have so many different kind of age requirements, flavor requirements, dietary <laughs> requirements. I mean, you'd have some young teen that comes in and orders like a vegan burrito, but in, in the next five minutes, you've got like, this guy that's got red eyes that just wants the cheesiest thing you've got. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in a way, Newtown's evolved because, like, Newtown, like, now there's Mad Max, all, that, all the chain stores are there. But do you know that in the 90s. Well, Ma- Mad Max is not there anymore. That's oh, isn't it? It's, it's gone. It's been taken over by Eliana, the Lebanese chicken. Oh, El- oh. Eliana? Eljana, Eljana. That is, I, I. They're probably my number two barbecue chicken place in number the world. Number two, number two. I don't That's think you would have call. had my number one. It's a Tassie. St- have you been to Tasmania? I have been, but I've been to that chicken shop that you've been to. Well, it's it's a chain down there, and I'm amazed it hasn't taken off. You can remember this. this day in history because I'm going to make sure that that this changes. Oh. Legs and breasts. Legs That's and the name of the legs chicken and shop. It's a great name. They're good. Like this is an argument in our family. I love legs and breast chicken. Yep. My dad thinks they're too dry. I don't. The secret. I, personally, I think Eliana's a little bit dry. Oh, oh, we're gonna have to cut that, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I. Well, you were supposed to have it with the garlic sauce. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But it's still dry. Well, you're not it, gonna like legs and breasts. <laughs> legs and breasts. They cook the barbecue chicken. They put Vegemite on it. Wow. And spit roast it. So you got that really crunch. Because for me, it's all about the skin. It's it the flavour in the skin. I, I I live and I will die by this chicken. It is the best chicken I've ever had anywhere in the world. Marubra charcoal chicken. Marubra charcoal chicken. I will take you there. If We're going to have to go there. I'm I will, keen. I will, I've done this to many people. I've let them, everyone talk talk their shit about how good their chicken place is. I'll go to their chicken place. Yeah, oh, that's all right. It's not bad. Come, let's go. The place is a family owned, family sauce. They've got this Greek island chicken with a Greek island sauce. It's moist on the inside, crispy on the outside, chicken skin. You just kind of keep dipping that sauce, and it was, it's like it's almost like a vinegar kind of oil based. Oh wow! So you kind of feel like you're losing a little bit of weight <laughs> on the, as you're going through that chicken. But I, I've I've never found a chicken any better. Wow, that's that's a big big f in the sea. And, and I'm a big KFC fan too. Like. So I put KFC like it's Korean fried chicken's the big thing at the yeah. moment, and I my my base point for when I'm rating Kore- Korean fried chicken is it better than KFC? And that's you might think that's KFC when it's done well. Yeah, and I'm gonna because different KFCs do things differently. Oh, definitely. 100%. The one in Dulwich Hill is the, the best. The best. Yeah, Dulwich Hill Shout KFC. Shout out to Dulwich Hill KFC. Yep. The worst is the one near Central Station. They are yeah. appalling. 
And Campsie KFC is pretty bad pretty too. Pretty bad, yeah. But Dulwich Hill KFC, line up for it. It's good. I, I, I don't know if, uh, how long we can enjoy it for so much longer because I heard that it's a going up for... for no, no, uh, no, 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 no. The, um, the property... Oh, this is how bad I am. I'm a nerd at this. <laughs> the property, the land that it's on is for sale, but it's got like a 10-year lease. Ah. So we've got 10 more years at least of doing KFC. So we're, we're all chipping in to buy that. Chipping Because well, it's quite lucrative if you've got a business. <laughs> I don't think we can pay for Chipping and they'll pay us back in chips. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, you get everyone gets one meal deal a week, but yeah, but like with Korean fried chicken, like the one I like. Have you had um Strathfield Tennis Club, Red Sparrow fried chicken? No, Korean chicken that is very very good. I've actually recently uh, just been to a place in uh, Burwood that I've been recommended called uh, Zibay X I B A Y. Oh, okay, and it's a very like uh southern kind of Chinese kind of style of cooking, but they've got these lamb skewers on there that they've got on the metal. Proper old Oh, school. I know the one you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah very, I've been there. That very is good. delicious. Highly. But yeah, you red, I think it's Red Sparrow. It's at the Strathfield Tennis Club. They're very good. Yeah. Um I'm probably gonna get controversial. Have you had Gammy? Yes, I've had Gammy. Ah, no. I don't know. I there must be something they put some it's yeah. the, it's the the flour, the kind of powder that they, the, that yeah. they use, they mix the flour with. Yeah, I don't think it agrees with me because it's it's probably a good thing because my day uh, my day job's in the city and Gammy's just opened up. Lit- Gammy's and Betty's Burgers have opened up next door yeah, right. to my office, and I'm like, that's a day. Betty's well, Burgers, I rate highly. Yeah, a lot of people do. Like I was, when I was working with the Superwog uh, guys, they were. Like, hands down, Betty's Burgers is the best. But. Yeah, I'd put them in Hamburg. See, this is what we need. Seven, mate, if you're listening. You could pitch Josh and I, and we can go around Australia. We can do two two shows. One where we try burgers, yeah. and one where we try um, barbecue chicken. So we can go, you know, you can go to Maroubra, talk to the owner, yeah. film around the area, and then get the meal. And we rate them. Oh, it's, it's coming soon, baby. It's coming oh, soon. Well, where are you going, Josh Cohen? I want to yeah. see that on 7, mate. Yeah. And, you know, I'd like to do the hamburger, because a good hamburger, it's weird. Like, it's... It's hard to stuff right, well, up a hamburger. Well, with hamburgers, all right. We, we, we were stepping on recent common ground recently. You went to the uh, Down and Out food truck. Yes. I recently went to the Down and Out food truck. But I had the second week special of the, the chicken burger. Oh, okay. Now, that was a lot of chicken in that burger. Wow. My, my, uh, my girlfriend at the time has received the, the just the normal cheeseburger. Now, my good friend has received the double cheeseburger. I've ordered the chicken special, right? The, she gets the one patty, he gets two patties, and the, the price for the, the chicken and the double is the same. So I'm thinking, oh, I've got two chicken patties. That's going to be great. It's almost like a, um, a porter, their own style of a porter with the, the Portuguese chili oh, sauce, yeah, yeah. bit of mayo, and deep fried chicken, lettuce, tomato. And I look in and I'm, I'm halfway through eating. I'm like, God damn, this is huge. This is, I'm getting through it. And I lift up the bun, I take one layer off. I take two layers off, and I take the third layer off. There's three chooks in there. Wow. I was like, how am I getting through all of this? That's a lot of chicken. And for the same price as a double, like, don't get me wrong, it was the most It was delicious. great. It was I rate down at, I probably, at the moment, my three burger places, and I'm willing to try more. Well, that's, I'll give you four. Um, Happy Endings Concord. Yep. Down and Out. Shout out to Mr. G. Yep. Down and Out. They're up there. Um... What's the other? Betty's, Betty's and Paul's Sylvania. Paul's. I, I love. You've not had Paul's. No. Oh, get in the car. We're going. <laughs> Paul's is Paul's is controversial because it's like the burgers we've been to are more American style. So the lot of the American cheese grilled. Yep. Paul's is old school Australian. It's salad in your burger. It's Beautiful. a big patty. 
You get a pineapple milkshake. Yep. It is great. I yeah, I recommend Paul's. Paul's it's when they always do like once a year the one of the papers will do a list. Paul's is always on there, but yep. not everyone loves Paul's. Yep. Like if you're more American style, you're not gonna like Paul's. But Paul's for me is up there. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I hear you. I got to give some honorable shout out to uh, Bell's Chicken. Bell's are uh, you know the Bell's oh, yeah, Chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're in uh, Barangaroo, originally from Melbourne. But they do like a really good hot chicken sandwich, and Ooh. but uh, one of my favorite, like I don't get to get there get there very often because I like to sleep in. <laughs> yeah, I like to sleep. Shoot yeah. me. Um, but, but if you get there before, I think it's before three or before midday. I like that. I like to sleep before three. <laughs> <laughs> before before three or before midday, they do on a weekend. They do chicken and waffles, and goddamn, that's Ooh. the most tastiest chicken and waffles you'll ever get in Sydney. Wow, that's that's big bells. I've had bells. I haven't had the chicken and waffles. Now going back to what you were saying in, in burgers, uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, Cher Burger that used to be in uh, Surrey Hills. They used they're to gone. Be, they're gone. Yeah, they're at the airport too. Yeah, uh, well, that, I'm, I'm hoping they're still at the airport. Well, well, the airports. I was weird. I went to the airport. I had a friend coming in like a couple of weeks ago, and. I've never been to the airport and nothing is open. There yeah. was two of us there. You're not meant to meet people, but it was my friend needed help, so I had to go to the gate. Yeah, nothing. It was empty. Dude. There was two people at security, and oh, it was spooky. And it wasn't terminal, the big terminal that Cherbourg is in. It was the other terminal, the Qantas one. Yeah, it's just so, it's we're <laughs> in weird times, man. Yeah, very it really weird. is. Oh, Cher, sorry, Hills gone. That's a sad. I think they said that. One in four cafes and restaurants are probably going to close due to yeah, the pandemic. So a lot. do what you can. If you got, some, and I know a lot of people listening to this, you're doing it tough. I hear, but if you have got some spare cash, spread it out. And uh, if Archie's listening from down and out, I want to just say, bring back the bone marrow gravy. That I went to the Burger Palooza b- back in the day when we were all allowed to. Was so that at Sydney Uni or was this? An, I've been to one. This was in uh, Parramatta. No, this I didn't get to that year one. The fourth year one, and. Uh, Nine burgers, all up for the challenge to who's the best burger. I voted for the um, the bone marrow bur- burger by Down and Out, and I know a lot of people did. Mm. And I think it did actually win. But uh, I haven't seen that bone marrow gravy back ever since, so I, w- I need some more of that bone marrow gravy. I there you go. I in my skin. It was that good. Oh, wow. Get <laughs> it out there. Yeah, Down and Out, that was... I I can't wait till it warms up, because their food truck's in Marrickville at the moment. And they actually just left. Oh, they have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, where week. are they now? Oh. I don't know where they've moved, but they said that was the last week of uh, Marrickville. That's why we went to. Because oh. <laughs> we got we went there and it was it was a freezing cold day. Oh, it's very so we ended up going to Marrickville Metro and sitting down because it, it was worth the trip. Yeah. Well, there you go. I know. I know. We're, time flies when we're talking burgers. Now you've bought some obviously some merch which we'll put up, but you've bought some Choc Milk TV snacks. Yep. I actually, funny you say this. I'll take a picture because I actually bought a packet I've got a packet in the oh, right. so have you tried them already I or? haven't tried them that's why I thought we can have a little taste let's go there. do you want to do the honours oh, opening them up oh see how I can go one handed so so these are the Arnott's uh, TV snacks you might be familiar with the original flavour and the malt sticks yep I grew up with the malt sticks. I used to love the malt sticks. Uh, like, I opened a pack of these TV snacks and thinking, oh, I got to watch them with TV. They actually spelled T-E-E-V-E-E, which is what I thought was the most hilarious, incorrect spelling of, like, <laughs> of, like, since Fruit Loops, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, TV <laughs> snacks, for me, the thing is they're, they're a dangerous size because... So easy to do a slam a packet. Oh, because easy. they're not they're not quite they're not square. It's 165 grams, and you just sit there and it's like what's you, that like, star rating on there out of five? Oh, it's oh, one, one star, star rating. So you know it's not good for you. So we've got the chalk milk, the dairy farmers chalk milk flavored TV snacks. I feel like you should have the honor of first one. one. 
Let's go. See, with TV sex, there's two ways. You either crunch them or you suck the chocolate off. And yeah. then, so there's. I'm a cruncher. I'll you're a cruncher. Well, it probably works better with a podcast. And we got the inside chocolate milk as, oh. as well. Oh, wow. I feel we should be live streaming this one. Mm. It is very, very tasty. It's a smoother chocolate than a normal chocolate would be coated in compared to the normal TV snacks. It is. Yeah, TV snacks. It's a more snacks. creamier, kind of milkier milk chocolate. Mm. It tastes more like the malt stick. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's the, the, the inside chocolate yeah, that we're got not the used malt. to. It's kind of like they've gotten the, the biscuits from the original and the malt stick and just made like a whole batch of those cookies in one. One thing that there, and I've noticed... A TV snack, it's a darker chocolate, but the pour is a bit more. So you usually get a little bit more extra chocolate. That, that little ri- this one's a lot less. Yeah. Oh, they're not bad. They're very easy to do very a whole packet of those. But I've always loved the um, the design packaging of the TV snacks. Mm. They were never actually rectangular. If you look closely, they're a little bit, uh, what is it, trapezium? Yeah. So you each time you go a little bit more in, it's like a Pringles packet almost. You're getting your hands stuck in that little pack. So when you pull out your TV snack, half the packet comes with you in your hand. Did you know, and I used to have a friend who worked for Pringles, there's two types of Pringles. So the ones that are made in America have tins that you can actually reach into. But the other ones are made, and it's either Malaysia or Thailand. I think it's Thailand actually. And they're smaller because it's smaller hand size. So there's two. Because right. I said to him one day, I'm like, I think I'm getting too, my hand's getting too fat. I can't get into a Pringles pack yeah. anymore. But he goes, no, you're just getting the Thailand one. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so there you go. So anyone who's paranoid about your hands, because most, you know, you can smoke some certain stuff when you're eating Pringles that <laughs> make you want to be paranoid. <laughs> that's definitely, that's the reason. You're not getting paranoid, just the, the tin's a lot thinner. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. It's not so just these, in your head. I like these TV snacks. They're very good. I like how they like got the little, um, the actual chocolate milk, uh, yeah, the shape, shape of the of chocolate it, yeah. milk. That's that's good. I don't I don't rate them higher than original TV snacks. I don't rate them higher than a, a malt stick. A malt stick. stick. I haven't had malt sticks in a long time. I'm I'm just a massive fan of that malt stick like buzz that it gets me on. You know, like you get that little bit of malt, you're like oh that was a, that was a little bit nice. I'll have a little bit of taste, and then you, you finish the, the malt drink. So off. you're in a stage now with like all your food. Are you like tonight, for instance, if I said go out? Are you going somewhere you know or somewhere you knew? <laughs> or is there like some days you want new? Some because there's so much stuff. If you find, I'm someone. Once I find something that I love, yeah. that's all I want. Like happy end. This is this is the problem I've been having and discussing with like local friends that I kind of go out and have meals with and such. I'll get to something that I really love, and then I'll, I'll kind of be like, oh, let's try something new. We've been eating that for a while. Let's try something out. And then in the back of my mind, when I'm trying that out, it's kind of like. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the batch, or it wasn't as good as that place. You know, what I mean, in something that's quite similar to what I'm having. But then I've also got to realize that this is its own place. This is its own story. I want to give the the place an opportunity, especially if it's a restaurant. I don't look at it just as the food. I look at it as the atmosphere, the culture, the story that they're trying to also portray in t- in the dish and what they kind of bring out in in their de- art decor and how they portray themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. See, I'm some. I'm a creature of habit. Like McDonald's, for instance, yeah. which I love. I like McDonald's. I know that it's not popular too, but 
even though they've got always got constantly different. There's only two burger meals I ever get. Yeah. If I'm taking away, I get the quarter pounder. Yeah. If I'm eating in, I get the Big Mac. That's yeah. it. I don't. I've tried the other, no no angry burger or anything else. McAngus. I'm I'm a sneaky sucker for a cheesy boy. I like I like just a cheeseburger. Oh yeah, you get a cheeseburger on the side, but yeah. the meal, my main meal, yeah. is like yeah. It's it's t- it's tempting because I'm. When I'm driving home, I'm I pass those golden arches along the way, and I'm like, you don't you don't need it, and yeah, but but you want it. You that know? is one that <laughs> is one benefit of comedy being off for the moment. Yeah, because it's like normally you finish a gig. Like I don't know, well you're you're more of the tech side. I'm yeah. the performing side, and it'll probably change once the way you go on Josh Cohen live shows start happening. Yeah, but you generally don't eat before a show, so I usually have a big lunch. Because when you get on, like when you full stomach, it's really hard to because you got to talk for an hour yeah, yeah. and move around. So you generally, but then once the show finishes at ten or eleven o'clock, there's not many options nah, for not. like I'm not coming home to eat that salad that I left in the fridge. <laughs> well, you that, want McDonald's or well, yeah? It's kind of like a little bit of like an origin story of how where you go and actually started. Oh wow! So when I was actually working with a lot of the comics and like doing the late night kind of stuff, I had I was working with a lot of internationals and people that weren't from like Sydney town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in town, so they'd also ask like, "Oh, where can we go to eat? Where where are we going? You know, mm-hmm. where's, where's the food?" So end up showing them all these kind of different places of like, the, with the chefs and the, all the different restaurants that they produce and make and cook and all their amazing meals. And I figured out like, well, why aren't these amazing meals being told about? Like, yeah. Well, who's who's saying that these aren't the amazing meals aren't amazing? You know. So that's just kind of a showcase of like. Mm. Getting a little bit behind this, the scenes of like who these people are, knowing about the meals and how they kind of came up with their ideas. And if they were, most of the time um, back in the day, it was kind of like the chefs weren't the star of the restaurant. No. Now, nowadays, it's kind of the opposite, where it's like the chef is more famous than the restaurant. And mm. I'm kind of want to bring that back in terms of like teaching you that, like, oh, well, this is where someone has started and has done yeah. something amazing, but this is their restaurant and this is what kind of dishes they make. If, if that's something that's up your alley, and so I know what's up Should my be, alley. No, it definitely is like, check it out. you think about, it's something you don't think about, like obviously like, you know, and this is me, so I feel narcissistic when I talk about <laughs> comedy, but as a comic, you think, oh, I'm pretty funny. You get up, you have a go, you've got yeah. an idea and you chase it. Yeah. But if, you're, if your skill set is cooking, you're like, I like, I want to, I want to open my little cafe. Yeah. Like, me stepping on stage, it doesn't cost me anything, but they're they're like it's a lot of investment. You got to put your rent, you got to buy your equipment, you got to get. Yeah. It's a lot. They're putting a lot on the line just to serve you. So exactly. yeah, if they're because it's the whole thing. Like if someone goes to a cafe or a restaurant and likes it, they'll tell one or two of their friends. Yeah. If they hate it, yeah. they'll tell hundred, and especially in social media. Oh, so it's course. good that yeah, because I mean it's. But we it's also like the, their own sh- little show, you know. Like yeah. Speaking of comedy, you know, no, like, it is like especially like the guy working at the the front of the cafe, running the cafe coffee machine. He'll be chatting with the the customers, saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. here's your coffee. How's your day been?" You know. Yeah. If you can remember a name or just have that little bit of interaction, writing someone's day, it makes a lot for like someone's just that little moment. That yeah. It, it could be just like, "Oh, I've got to wake up. I've got to get a coffee. Got to go to work." You know, blah, blah, blah. it's one of those days today. Yeah. You know. That little bit of brightness look that can you know that you're gonna get a good meal, you know you're gonna get a good coffee, you know you're gonna get yeah. see a, f- a smiling face, you know, and it's and it's all affordable and they're all do, trying to do it because they want to do it, you know what I mean? It's not it's not a chore for them, it's not a chore for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, where you going, Josh Cohen? Follow it. I understand there's a website launching soon. There there's is videos, so check it out and just and feel free, you know, go on board. If there's somewhere you like, tell Josh. Get yeah, him out there. We're happy for reviews. There'll be there's an email, so just send us an email. You yeah. can get through on the, the social medias. Uh, yeah. 
So it's where you going, Josh Cohen, or W-Y-G-J-C? If you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, W-Y-G-J-C. Yeah. There's, there's the next line of merch coming out. Yeah. Well, Josh, thanks for joining me, man. We're gonna, well, we'll have you back definitely in the future. So what are the... Actually, I should plug the socials. So is it where you going, Josh Cohen, on Insta? Yeah, uh, it's, you can type in either in the search bar. Or w Y. The actual at is W-Y-G-J-C on Instagram. Yep. The uh, social on Twitter. Uh, Twitter and Facebook is actually the full where you go in Josh Cohen. So it's going G-O-I-N. Uh, with the with the apostrophe. Nice. I'll put those links up there. Well, thanks, buddy. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook. I'm, uh, no, I'm not going to plug Instagram. I'm too old for Instagram. <laughs> at, at MW Chat Show. Thank you guys for listening. And I guess, well, actually, I should say you can probably hit the music. You know what to do. Yeah. See you, dude. Bye. <laughs>